How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. Mahomes is now 17-3 and after a loss. It's one thing about the Chiefs. I mean, it's very rare where they lose a couple games in a row. Mike Danger. Just like you've been able to say something's off with the Buffalo Bills this year, you could certainly say the same for Kansas City. They don't look like the same team that won the Super Bowl. I mean, the Chiefs actually losing at Lambeau makes me feel worse about this weekend's outcome for the Buffalo Bills. Gene Bataglia. He's Italian, I want to get there to say, Bills fans, don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. I'm not I'm, I'm not, not there. there. Congratulate Deion Dawkins. Jim Harbaugh would fit Buffalo perfectly. Buffalo would be incredible. Bengals over the Jaguars in overtime, 34-31. Cincinnati we don't like, but we like Buffalo. But let's not forget, he's Jake Browning. Trevor Lawrence went down with an injury. High right ankle injury, a sprain. Tames Thompson! I don't mingle with the stars, you know. I'm not, I'm not danger, but Taglia. 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. Uh, Gino, it, it's something I've known for a while, but hearing Isak Rosain talk about his strategy, there's the team strategy. Pucks to the net is the NHL equivalent to complementary football. Uh, pucks that working, pucks in deep. That's yeah, the other yeah. pucks to the net. Like every hockey <laughs> Just shoot it in the sun. Just know your cliches. That's it. Just like, hey, Rook, know your cliches. Honestly, and in, in in the hockey community, you know, they don't call these guys out on that. Like it, th- this is what they've been told since they've been ten years old. And whenever the microphone, we got to work pucks in deep, and uh, you know, pucks in the net, yeah. pucks in the net, get them in deep, pucks in deep, bodies in the net, pucks in the net. Got to get pucks in deep. Yep, got to for the full sixty. It's important. <laughs> What are we doing? Everything about our livelihood is a, is fraudulent. These guys are giving us the same answers since they're 10 years old. What do you got to do to that? What's the strategy? Well, we got to get pucks to the net. Okay, F me. Thanks. Why? I could have just stayed home. Boy, what? Okay. If you're Paul Hamilton, no wonder Paul Hamilton and these NHL guys are all on edge. <laughs> pucks to the net. Thanks. When we get Seth on, can we ask him if 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 it's key that the team gets pucks to the net this weekend? <laughs> well, that's why, like, when I'm talking to these high school coaches, like, okay, give me a key to the game, but not it, turnover related. No, not 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 turnover, not penalties, clean game, yeah. not anything you could say about any game that you ever played in your life. Yeah, we have to limit uh, turnovers. Whew. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Got to play fundamentally wow. sound. Okay, complimentary football. Okay, got to get pucks to the net. Hey, good job, man. Mission accomplished. He's uh, He sounds like a seasoned vet already. Who's in hot water here in the sports bar? Um, 
I'm looking at the AFC playoff picture here, and there's one team that could fall out this week. No longer <sighs> farting around? Well, no, they're they're in their position right now, but they'll be farting around. I'm talking about the Cleveland Browns. Ah. If the Browns lose to the Rams, and remember the Rams are right on they're farting around. They lost around. to the Rams. They did lose to the Rams. I'm sorry. Who's next up on that? So the Browns are at six and six here. So yes. right now, they're the ones I have to say because you've got Houston on the outside on the bubble, you've got Denver on the bubble. And then you have the Buffalo Bills. So it's a crowded AFC playoff picture. It, it would be a shame. Perino brought it up last hour. It would be a shame if the Bills weren't able to capitalize this season when you look around the rest of the AFC and see all of these wounded teams. Like, like you, you don't have the Browns with their starting quarterback. Lawrence is going to be limited here with this high ankle sprain. I mean, he might still go, but he's not going to be able to go, go. Right. So that is the next game. They're playing Jacksonville. You can't lose to either whoever the backup is in Jacksonville. No, C.J. Beathard. I oh. mean, can you win with C.J. Beathard? I think not. I think you, you. we learned that you can win with Jake Browning. I don't know that you can win with C.J. Beathard. I don't think so. Who's in Hot Water brought to you by Ace Swim and Leisure. They've been serving Rochester area families since 1962. It isn't very often that something comes along as cool and different as the all-new Jacuzzi Swim Spa. It's the right size. It's the right price. It's the pool spa combo that gives you the pro-grade water workout and therapeutic water massage. See for yourself the all-new Jacuzzi Swim Spa at Ace Leisure's Chilai Avenue store today or aceswim.com. All right. Uh, we'll get to Amherst head coach Seth Appert here in about 15 minutes or so. Look ahead to uh, this week's action and, and plenty of action, not just around the Amherst, but around the Sabres. Take the ice tonight. Uh, before we get to that, some I'll drink to that here in the sports bar. Yeah, as uh, Danger, if there's one thing that kind of separates uh, our show maybe from national shows. I think it's the NBA. Like like other shows will talk NBA, but we're trying to deliver on, you know, expectation for the Rochester sports fan, which is we're going to talk bills. We're going to talk local things. So, and we like the NBA, but I'm not like, you know, so passionate about it. And the thing that, kind of separates us from those passionate people. I think it's the in-season tournament. Those of us on the outside, it's like, okay, how does this work? I don't like these courts. I don't like the way this looks. What is the point? People, I realize this, that follow the NBA love this. Yeah. They love this. Last night, like, I'm watching guys at Trivia with the Celtics on just glued. And you wouldn't Get this yeah. for a November game. And what is the idea? Well, it's the bragging rights. It's the prize. It's the idea that the last guy on the bench is going to get an extra half million. And that seems to be an incentive, the bonus money for the players. But you know, I want more here as an outside fan. What if it's actually a golden ticket? The team that wins automatically gets into the postseason. And if you're already in the postseason anyways, well, this is going to improve your season. I give the NBA credit for this. Because, you know, we live in a society, and I'm like this, too. I don't like change. I mm. like things the way they are. I like what I know, and I know what I like. No, I give the NBA credit for at least trying something new. I, I give them a lot of credit. I think it's been great. I think it's been fun. It's been entertaining. It's a fun, different talking point. It gives fans uh, uh, something else to root for. You mentioned those Celtics fans. They're probably pissed off. I know the Celtics were pissed off. They wanted to win that game. And they get bounced. Yeah, the crappy Pacers. By the Pacers, yeah. right. You get the Pelicans advancing over the Kings. Like, there are, there are, it does matter 
to these players. And I think that that trickles down and the fans care about it. It is different. I'm not crazy about how the courts look, but I do like that they're playing for something. And I like that they tried something. It's a risk. They tried something different. Um, it's It feels innovative. Uh, and you do get a sense for how it works once they're in it. The, the group play matters, right? Like you win your group stage games. And if you win those, now you're in the quarterfinal. Now you're in the semifinals. And it, it, it's almost a shame that it's going to be over here in a blink of an eye. By the end of the week, we'll, we'll have like, all right, we'll know what's going on. Well, I'm wondering if this was kind of like the test run here. Okay, will people actually be into this? Seems like, yeah, well, you got to kick it up a notch. Do you like my idea at least I, of like... I the- don't know that you need to do that yet. I can see that as like uh, a heave, a desperation heave down the road where uh, there's not as much interest. Like, I feel like there's interest. I don't know that there'll be this much interest in the in-season tournament next year. Maybe there'll be more, or maybe it just becomes a a gigantic Francesa and and nobody really cares. Oh, who cares? Oh, we know what it is and nobody cares and it doesn't really matter. The only thing that matters is that the players get an extra half a million. Yeah, I think, though, too, I've heard this suggestion. Well, the team that wins gets uh, the number one overall pick. No. No, then you won't have players playing as hard. Trust me when I tell you that players on a current team don't give a rat's butt about. Now, the half a million dollars is nice. Yeah, that's the. You could jack it up even a little bit more if you wanted to, if you're the NBA, and and really get these guys, you know, like. To, to know that it matters, like to, to see the Celtics upset at losing last night, that to me is all I need to see. All right, they care. They care. And and for all the load management talk around the NBA and all of the, the stars don't care and they play when they want to play and blah, blah, blah. No, this matters. And and it's it's been a fun little experiment. I kind of dig it. I appreciate them trying something new. They certainly didn't have to do it, but they did, and I think it's been a success. I think also to myself, I'm a little late to the party on this, but I think where we sit here in our town, we only have so much bandwidth, right? Yeah. yeah so that's also part. Yeah. Of it. Look, I, I think if you listen to this show, you can. You're probably if you're like us, you're you like the NBA, but it's not your go to. It's not your. I have to watch the NBA tonight. Like if you had your choice between the Sabres and the NBA, you're probably going to lean more towards the Sabres because they're our team. We don't have an NBA team. Mm, The Knicks, mm, the Raptors. No, I would say to me, see, like I think Syracuse is like a half step below Syracuse basketball. So I I, like, I'm not the Sabres is like, I'd say you're Buffalo Bills NFL first, right? And then your favorite teams, whether that's the Yankees, the Sabres, Syracuse after that, Mm -hmm. Are you as passionate enough about the Celtics or the Knicks? That's where I think that's the next tier below. And that. the other part about the NBA that that we've discussed is it is a player centric league. You become fans more so of the player necessarily than you do of the team. You could be a Luca fan and not care about the Mavericks. You just want to see Luca or KD or LeBron. But more than anything, let's just appreciate. Let's just appreciate what this we is. Don't, we don't. We I don't, don't know do that. that LeBron's going to be playing in many more in-season tournaments. So can we appreciate tonight LeBron versus KD? Can we appreciate that we may not see LeBron in this setting ever again? 
I'd like to see New Orleans uh, knock off LeBron. Would that be okay? Maybe. I, I just, I can't get behind Zion, but I, yes, yeah. it, it's, it's fun. It's an exciting element to the product. And I think the NBA deserves some credit. They've done a good job with it. All right. I saw this debate in my feed today and I wanted to bring it to the air because I think it's a fun exercise, an interesting exercise. And I think if you go through the exercise the way I did, the way Gino did, you could see a wide variety of results. Rank the following quarterbacks. Geno Smith of the Seahawks, Jalen Hurts of the Eagles, Jordan Love of the Packers, Kyler Murray of the Cardinals, Brock Purdy of the Niners, Russell Wilson of the Broncos, Matt Stafford from the Rams, Tua Tungavailoa from the Dolphins. What do all these quarterbacks have in common? Well, I think you could say a lot of them are kind of like middling quarterbacks. I think mm-hmm. there might be like different tiers you could place them in, like I would certainly put Hertz in a tier by himself, and that's why he's my number one on this list. But I'm curious as to how you rank these quarterbacks. Okay, and and again, I could put him in any category here. So I am going to go dead last. And this guy was in the the playoffs last year. I give this quarterback all the credit in the world because sometimes you come in with fanfare, and then you flop, and then that's it. And this quarterback... Kind of reinvented himself, and it took a couple stops along the way. Had to stop as a backup with the Giants. He wasn't going to be a star in Seattle. I think I give Geno Smith credit for being in the league today, but that being said, I'm putting him eighth. He's last. Okay, he's he's last. I'm putting him eighth. I'm putting Kyler Murray seventh Mm. because Kyler Murray, to me, leadership does matter at the quarterback position and I just don't know if his stature is going to you know provide for many years of winning football beyond um so Kyler Murray I'm going to go seventh Stafford right now I would put ahead of him but you know how much more can you get out of Matthew Stafford so and he won a Super Bowl so I'm going to put Matthew Stafford at six if this were um two months ago I'm putting Jordan Love maybe dead last but what I've seen here recently this is now He's rising. Is that the whole point of the exercise? Where do you put Jordan Love? If you watch Jordan Love film from Sunday night, it's impressive. It's impressive. It's scary impressive. Yeah, and then you look at their schedule, Giants and Bears and all these crap teams. He's going to be fine. Russell Wilson, I this is the tough one. I'm putting him fourth. Really? Yeah. Well, he's he's been okay. And yes, he threw the pick at the end of the game against Houston. Yeah. Get that. Yep. What what else do they have right now in Denver? I think he's actually been coachable this year. Tua, I'm going to put third. Some might put him first. He's going to get some MVP run, I suppose. How about you beat a winning team first? And once we once he does that, we'll revisit that. And then it's the Hurts Purdy question. And maybe that's also part of this exercise. But because Jalen Hurts has made a Super Bowl and Brock Purdy is yet to one for now. I'm still going Jalen Hurts 1, Brock Purdy. Yeah, I've got Hurts 1 as well. The only caveat with Hurts is I, I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know if Hurts is hurt. Like, I, I feel like there might be some health concerns with him. But he is my number one easily on this list out of these eight quarterbacks. I got Stafford number two. Okay, Very me. quietly, he's had a very good season. And it hasn't been like the flashy Matt Stafford, big stats like out of Cooper Cup. And he's just, he's been good all season long and has the Rams now in a position where they could actually sneak in in the NFC, and nobody had that going into the season. Quietly, Stafford and quietly, McVay have had a really, really, really nice season there in LA. I put Jordan Love third. That's 
how impressed I am by his certain his 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 recent emergence here. The the idea that he did what he did against a Steve Spagnolo defense in prime time on Sunday night, beating the Chiefs, very impressive to me. Purdy comes after love. And I put Purdy after love because I think you see it and I see it. We like Brock Purdy. He he could end up being the MVP of the league. But what you see out of Brock Purdy is a quarterback whose head coach knows his limitations. You don't see Purdy. When you see Purdy getting reckless with the ball, it's because he's playing beyond his limitations. He can't make all the throws. He can make certain throws and they can scheme guys open and you could see some magnificent play out of that offense, but it's not necessarily coming at the arm of Brock Purdy. And I think the same could be said for Kyler Murray. So much Kyler Murray, who I've had after Purdy, to me is is improv. It's just Kyler Murray can make plays happen when it feels like the play is over and, and it's it's not really on script. It's just unscripted chaos, but Murray can still make some plays. So I got Hertz, Stafford, Love, Purdy, Kyler Murray. I think you've got Love too high. I, I yes, I hear what you're saying. Good game, but that's two games. That's it. Sixth, I have Tua. Come on, beat somebody. You said it. Yeah, beat somebody. I can't shake the image of what a good defense, a good team, does to a one read quarterback. Beat somebody. Seventh, I have Gino, and I have Russ last. I can't forgive a red zone interception with the game on the line. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, you're right. He's been better this year. He's been coachable this year. A lot of that is Sean Payton, and a lot of that is not Russ. You know if Russ had his choice, he'd still be trying to win these games all on his own, trying to be Superman out there, right. getting killed. Forget it. That guy's a fraud. My Forget God. Russ. He's last. Broncos country. That's right. That's good. <laughs> You're you're still eighth, Russ. You're still eighth on the list. What do you think of that? Let's ride. Let's ride. Broncos. Let's ride. Perfect. One more time, Broncos country. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. What do you have for baseball, Gina, before we get set that? For- uh, the idea that uh, we have this report from Bob Nightingale reporting the Cubs are out on Shohei, or at least they're uh, they're. Chances here have been dimmed. Uh, Nightingale is saying kind of what we were hearing before, Dodgers and Jays. But Nightingale says there's another team that's still in it, the San Francisco Giants. If that is true, let me just plant my flag here. We're more of an American League town here in Rochester, and chances are you're kind of neutral on Toronto, but it would be great for the sport, great for our proximity. I'm pulling for old times. Oh, it'd be great. I'm with you. When when we first... Learned of that but last week when we talked to Jim Riley. Yeah, that that like Toronto was a real player. And by the way, there's another report that Otani was down in the Jays uh, Florida facility talking to him. So he's met with him. Great. Um, I'm in. I think that would be, look, selfishly, I want the Cubs, of course. But if the, it, the, the Cubs don't happen because uh, they screw it up or it just doesn't work. Yeah, Toronto would be nice. That would be a lot of fun. Can you imagine? I mean, the guy has the star power to be the biggest celebrity, the biggest name in the entire country. Can't really say that about any team that he would sign with in America. But in Canada, he immediately, be- I mean, he's up there with he, Connor McDavid. I was going to say, is he bigger than McDavid? He's not bigger than McDavid. He might be bigger than McDavid. 
Just because he's a global is name. In Toronto, is he bigger than Austin Matthews? In yeah, Toronto. I think so. I think so. I think he's just because globally, he's iconic. He, his, his weight goes beyond the town in which he plays for. If he's in America, if he's with the Cubs, you still have other stars in America. He's not the biggest name in American sports. He should be. He's, he's doing things that we've never seen baseball player do in our lifetime. But he'll always take a backseat to whoever is blowing up in the NFL. In Canada, he's the guy. And yes, hockey is king. And yes, McDavid is is the name, right? He's the Otani has a, a different kind of weight. A different. He's in a different stratosphere. I think he would. I think he would. He would be Canada. He would become Canada. He would become synonymous with the Maple Leaf and that Canadian flag. We got uh, Seth Apper coming up, Rochester Americans head coach. Get his thoughts on uh, all this roster movement today up in Buffalo here. Yeah, a lot going on, uh, and we'll get uh, Coach Appert's take on that. We'll preview Friday's matchup at home against Charlotte. Uh, that's coming up next in the Sports Bar. Danger and Bataglia, 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Fan Rochester Sports Update. Hockey tonight as the Sabres home against Detroit. Tage Thompson returning to lineup ahead of schedule. First time he'll be in since November the 17th. He's happy to be back. Probably just trying to you know, ease back into it, see, see how the hand feels, and um, take it maybe a period at a time, go from there. Um, shooting feels 100% normal. Um, no issues there. 
It'll be Eric Comrie in goal tonight for Buffalo. Ukapekalukan in is under the weather, so Devin Levi has been recalled from the Amherst. We'll talk to Amherst head coach Seth Affer coming up next year in the sports bar. Syracuse basketball also in action tonight against Cornell. Last time SU lost to the Big Red, 1968. Buffalo Bills are off today. They resume practice tomorrow getting ready for Kansas City. New York Giants announcing they are sticking with Tommy DeVito at quarterback. Gene Bataglin, the sports leader, the fan Rochester. Top Shelf Sports Talk. You're hanging out in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. Yeah, it's great to, to be back with the guys out there. A lot of uh, one-on-one skates for me recently, so um, nice to be able with the boys. I think I've handled it pretty good. It's obviously been uh, a challenge, I'd say. A uh, long injury um, coming up on six months, so um, it's tough uh, not being in there, and I think... Um, just having patience and uh, trying to get myself back to 100%. Yeah, I think so. That's uh, the original uh, date I had in mind. Um, but uh, we'll just uh, take it week by week here and see how I feel in practices um, as I go in December. This is a name that Amherst fans are familiar with, Jack Quinn, who's working on his way yeah. back uh, to the Buffalo Sabres. We welcome in Rochester Americans head coach Seth Appert for his weekly visit here in the sports bar. With Danger and Bataglia. Seth, thanks for making time for us this afternoon and every Tuesday afternoon. How was this morning's skate with the team? The practice is good. Uh, thanks for having me on. Practice is very good today. We did uh, a lot of uh, competing small ice games. You know, it's a strange two-week stretch where we don't play Wednesday. So it's three, you know, three to four practices a week, which is a lot. So um, we felt today needed to be uh, fast and competitive and more game-like in orientation. And uh, it was good practice. You know, Seth, I think uh, anytime we, as a fan, maybe you're thinking, hey, you know, if you can get half the points when you go on the road, that's not a bad thing. Um, but I'm sure you always want more there. How would you uh, assess the weekend that you had up in Belleville getting uh, one of the two? Yeah, I think when splitting the road, you take it. But when you win the first one, you want the second. And we did a lot of good things in the second game in the first 35 minutes. Um Probably should have been up two or three, nothing missed a few chances. Their goalie made a few good saves and then they got a power play goal. And now it's a, now it's a close game. So, um, you know, you, you would have preferred to get both. It's a hard building to play in They're and they're a nasty physical team. They have a great decor. Um, there's two hard fought games. I, I like, we were better defensively, um, and which we need to be long-term. Um, and so that there was some good signs from a defensive standpoint, um, you know, and uh, there are some things we still need to clean up, obviously, at this time of the year, but there are some good signs that way. Seth, uh, we saw Devin Levi make his debut over the weekend. Uh, of course, he gets called up uh, today with, with UPL uh, under the weather. I'm curious, not about so much about his play on the ice. We know what he did on the ice, but I'm curious as to Devin Levi, the man. It's been a, a, a wild 12 months for him. I mean, you think about this time last year, he was still playing college. Um, what, what In your time with him, what kind of a, a guy is Devin Levi? You know, it's funny. He's... Um you know, I haven't spent a ton of time with him. So, but initial in, in impressions are very driven, uh, very competitive, extremely hard worker, uh, very locked in uh, on the ice. Uh, but but still, the young kid off the ice, and, and not in a bad way. Um, you know, he's 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 still young. He's he's a first year pro. Um, he's 21 years old. You know, so he's uh, he's got a good young youthful energy about him. Um, off the ice, but on the ice, he's, he's all business. 
I'm happy. I guess Kulik is here, Seth. Uh, let me see if I have this right. Kulik is here. Rosane up in Buffalo. I guess what is it about Kulik that, uh, like, you would think with his production, what, at least what we see on the ice with the points and everything, that, that he would get more of a look up in Buffalo? But what's your message uh, to Kulik at this point? Well, I mean, Rosine had more points than when they both got called up. So I think Rosine gets overlooked. Uh, Kulik is excellent. And he's going to play in the NHL for a long time. Um, I, I've said for most of the last two years now, Rosane's game uh, gets overlooked. Um, Kulik's is more in your face. It's more powerful. It's more explosive. He scores more goals. Rosie's uh, heavier on assists, although he's scoring at a good clip as well. Um, you know, so they're both excellent young players. They both improve their games immensely. I mean, they were nowhere near being go-to players in the American Hockey League 12 months ago. Um, and they improved throughout last year, where at the end of the year, they are helping us win in the playoffs. They helped us win a lot. So uh, it's a real credit to the two of them. Uh, sometimes it's positional need as well. Um, Rosie's a little more comfortable on the wing. Um, you know, there's Rosie's probably a little ahead of Cooley as a penalty killer right now. So if you need some penalty kill help, you can do that. You know, there, there's a lot of things that go into it. At the end of the day, they're they're both going to get a ton of looks, and they're both going to be career NHL players. Yeah, I was going to ask about just the the two way elements of their games. That you know, one maybe plays a little bit better defensively than the other, and we know how important that is when you when you take that step up to the next level. Both of them have shown that they can do that at the AHL level. What's different about that when you take that step up to the NHL level? And do your eyes just get so wide that you just want to make those splash? offensive plays that you you learn how to make playing at the AHL level? Well, I think that their defensive games have both improved a lot to where they're, they're uh, solid defensive players. Um, they're not elite defensive players yet. Uh, that's something they need to grow into because uh, you need to be able to be 200 feet. Um, and, you know, the Sabres have some pretty high-end guys, so you're not probably not stealing Tage Thompson's job or Alex Tuck's job. And you know, and, and maybe Paterka and Quinn's jobs either, right? And so, you know, now you're falling into second line, second, third line, you know, whatever that is. And, and that's something I preach to our guys all the time. Like, you need to be a good defensive player, no matter how good offensively you are. Um, even the best offensive players, unless they're good defensively, they don't help their team win very much. So these guys have improved defensively a ton. Uh, they're not ready yet to be elite defensive players in the NHL. In the NHL, you make a mistake uh, on a turnover or an assignment, and it, it ends up in the back of your net more often than not. Um, in the American League, maybe you get away with some of those. So, uh, But their, their defensive games are improving. They're better checkers than they were a year ago, and they're both going to be very capable defensive players in the National Hockey League. Seth, you brought it up how this schedule is just really light right now. You get the two games, then nothing until Friday, and then that's it. Uh, nothing Saturday or Sunday. So, do you coach this game any differently, knowing like, hey guys, uh, we're, we're going to be all on E here. This is the only thing we have here this weekend. We need the two points against Charlotte. Yeah, you do coach a little differently. It's um, you know we've talked about it already. It's it's a you know it's it's a cliche, but a little bit of his game seven mentality. We have nothing to save for. It's not a three and four. It's not a back to back. So if the guys that are going are going to get more ice time, the defensemen, you know, maybe some guys are at 25, 26, 27 minutes instead of at 20 to 22, um, because there's, you know, there's some rest coming on the back end of it. So, um, you, you know, you're not doing it at the expense of playing 
prospects and making sure guys get opportunities and the minutes they need to continue to develop. But uh, yes, uh, you do coach a little bit differently in a one gamer. Um, you know, two weeks in a row of it, I don't love. Uh, last week was great. Get a little reset, have some meetings, things of that nature. I, I'd probably prefer that we're playing tomorrow night, but I don't control the schedule, so I don't spend a lot of time worrying about it. Seth, what do you say to the locker room on a night where the puck just isn't going in? I, I, I think back to a Sabres game. I think it was last week against the Blues. And it, it, like there were stretches of the game where they're just outplaying them badly and they're out shooting them. And they, it feels, you know, there's, there's some lapses, certainly. But there are so many opportunities. And it, it's that puck luck, right? It just doesn't feel like it's going to the back. Now, what do you say to a discouraged player who knows that there have been plenty of opportunities, but they just can't bury it. They can't close. You know, a line I usually use um, is don't get bored playing the right way. And, and it's easy to get bored playing the right way when you're not getting rewarded. If pucks aren't going in or if you haven't scored yet or you're losing, but this game has a, has a funny way of rewarding teams and individual players that continue to play the right way. Uh, and everybody's right way is a little bit different. You have a right way collectively as a team, and then you have the right way for each individual player based on their skills and, and the things that they're very good at. So, uh, but, but I do say, I remind the guys all the time, don't get bored playing the right way. Um, you might not get rewarded that particular night, but over the course of 10 games, if you play the right way individually and collectively, usually you're on the right side of the scoreboard at the end of those 10 games. Seth Appeter is our guest uh, as the Amherst will be home against uh, Charlotte coming up Friday night. Seth, uh, we just talked about how you know the top end players may uh, your top lines may see more time coming up, but this uh, this is a time where the uh, depth in the organization is being tested a little bit. So for fans that are that are heading on out, who are some of these guys? that you would like us to spotlight here that maybe have come up from Jacksonville or maybe we're just not familiar with some of the guys that uh, we'll be seeing more time here as uh, some of these guys we hope are sticking up in Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, uh, right now, like, you know, Graham Flaggard had a big goal for us to help us win that game on Friday. Damian Drews contributed uh, in the score sheet uh, quite a bit here in recent times. Um, Justin Richards is, is playing better and better. Really seeing some real strong play from uh, the line of Kozak, Noichev, and Kisikov. Not all of it's translating into goals yet, um, but they were all over it offensively last game, which is impressive because Belva is a physical team, and, and that's a smaller line with the exception of Kozak. You know, Noichev and Kisikov are young. Um, it, it's going to take some time for the offense to come, but we're, we're seeing real good glimpses of it. And you need that. Uh, it can't just be Mersh and Murray and, and Yapst and, and uh, Kulik and, and Weisbach and Rusek. You need, you need depth of scoring, just like the Sabres needed up top. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, great that Rosie and Byro and those guys are in there and they need to also contribute and chip in some goals and some secondary offense to help them win up top as well. Seth, when you see a team, you know, kind of stuck in a, a, a stretch of mediocrity and you're trying to pull them out of that stretch and, and you have your messages, you have your themes, are you ever worried about your message to the locker room growing stale or falling on deaf ears? How do you shake it up? How do you shake a team that might be, I'm not specifically calling, this isn't specifically about your team. I'm just asking as a coach, what's your tactic for, for keeping the message fresh and shaking up a, a stale locker room? 
Yeah, that's it's it's always a scary point of a season when you're in a, a lull like that, and uh, there's a real balance between pushing too hard um, and not pushing hard enough at times. And you know, I, I have a kind of a I have a rule that that I only have about five um, real blow ups in a season where <laughs> where you're where you're peeling the paint off the wall. Yeah. Um, if you start going past that. Uh, you really list, uh, you know, risk the 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 opportunity to lose them for them to start tuning you out. If it's if it's ten, twelve times, if it's every third, fourth game you're coming in and doing that, they're usually going to tune you out. Um, so you know, very once in a while, you know, maybe that's once every ten, fifteen games that might be a thing you can go to. Um, but usually, it's more. I think if you treat your players the right way on a daily basis. If they know you're in their corner, uh, not just in the team's corner, not just in the corner of winning, but if if they really know you're in their corner, you're invested in their personal success, uh, you can have real hard, firm conversations with individual players and with the group about about what you're doing, about what we're not doing, about what we're cutting short. Um, but they need to know you're in it with them. Uh, the, the years I've regretted, it, it sometimes has become felt almost like it's players against the coaches. Um, and I think I'll, I never regret seasons when you stayed collective and you stayed in the fight together. Seth, uh, much lighter question. Cause we were talking about this earlier this hour, hockey cliches. Do you have a favorite one? Do you have one that you just don't want to hear like puck, pucks in deep? I, I was going to say like, are you part of the, 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 um, the, the development of the guys who, when they do get asked questions about, hey, what's your strategy for tonight's game? That the standard answer is pucks deep, pucks to the net. I mean, is is that is that part of your coaching, part of your tutelage, Seth? Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, I would prefer that we gain the line with entry. Um, but, <laughs> um, you know, but uh, there's a there's a balance to that. There, it is a cliche. It's the biggest cliche in hockey. The funny part is, it it's it's relatively true. Of course. Um, it's it's funny how that works. Like I prefer not to dump it in though. I would prefer to carry it in or or make a play behind them with purpose to to our to our own teammates instead of just blindly throwing it away. Um, but the reality is, you know, teams that forecheck really well, stay on top of you, force turnovers, and get a lot of pucks into the blue paint usually find success in our sport. So. As cliche as it is, uh, there is a lot of truth uh, to that cliche. Seth Appert, Rochester Americans head coach, uh, always good with his time here on a Tuesday. And uh, I, what do you do on a Saturday night, much less a Sunday off, Seth, here? Uh, yeah, that's unusual. Uh, there's no doubt. Uh, so don't get to see uh, the wife and daughters as much as I'd like in the season. So I'll, uh, I'll take the opportunity to spend some time with the girls. I love that, man. Enjoy your weekend. Best of luck come Friday night and we'll catch up again next Tuesday. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. There Thanks, he is. Seth. Amherst head coach, Seth Appert joining us in the sports bar. <laughs> I prefer, uh, gaining the line with entry. Is that what he said? Yeah, gaining yeah. the line with entry. That's good. Um, yeah, I I just visualize it's the old Bull Durham thing, right? It's Crash Davis telling Nuke, you know, you got to know your cliches. You need to study them. You need to memorize them. You need to know what they are, and you need to be ready to just roll them out. And I don't think it's any different if you're in hockey. Yeah, we just got to get pucks in the net, get pucks deep, pucks in the net. I like how you asked Seth the question, but you 
couldn't have been referred to like uh, another team and another coach down the throughway, right? No, Where- I didn't ask it, it's a specific question about another team. I just think, you know, me, I'm just curious if you're a head coach and you've been in the locker room for an extended amount of time with a lot of the same guys, a lot of the same personalities, what do you do? to freshen up your message. What do you do to keep them engaged? What do you do when it appears that they're not hearing what you're asking them to do? Again, you're referring to Don Granado. I'm not saying that I'm referring to Don Granado. Don't put words in my mouth. How dare you? Yeah. I mean, look, if, if I've got Paul Hamilton and we've got Paul Hamilton telling us, these guys aren't doing what the coaches are asking them to do. And for whatever reason, we don't understand why, because when they do it, they win. When they do it and they're capable of doing it, they win. So what do you do? What do you do if you're in that situation? What do you do if you're Don Granado and you've got a locker room full of guys that you've all come up together, you've all gotten to this point together and you're not moving forward, you're moving backward. What needs to change? What about your messaging needs to change? And I, I like Seth's answer. Yeah, you can go in there breathing fire and rip the paint off the wall, but you can't do that every single night because then that becomes stale as well. And now they don't respect you. So can you can you give them a message in a way that really makes them understand and believe that we're hey, we're all in this together and this is still all about winning games? I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, it's why coaching's an art. It really is. Yeah, there's no right. There isn't an answer, Danger. It's it's who you're dealing with, and I don't know, and you don't know. Nobody knows the personalities of Darlene and Thompson and everybody else in that locker room, and what would push their buttons and what would get them to listen. You got to coach everybody a little differently. It right. can't just be one blank. But I do think what what Seth said, I think, holds weight with me at least. Is that hey, have be able to have the direct conversations, be able to have a tough conversation if it isn't going well. If you're Matias Samuelson and turnovers have become a problem, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you need to have that conversation. And I'm sure that they have. Like, hey, bud, can't have this happen anymore. Every time it happens, it costs us. Or we we fall into a hole or we're giving up, you know, whatever it is, be able to have those tough conversations and not have them fall on deaf ears. And I wonder... If the messaging gets stale, if you don't freshen it up, if you don't try new things or, or, you know, have different ways of expressing what you need to get across. It's also, too, like, what's the easiest way? You lose ice time and the depth in this organization, while we it's much improved, it still isn't quite where it should but be. But now we're doing, like, that's the Sean McDermott method, right? Like, oh, I'm going to bench you. Like, ah. No, t- no, no, no. In hockey, it's a long season. In football, 16 games, you put your best out there every game. Hockey... There's ebbs and flows. You just heard it from Seth Apper. We asked the question, hey, do you coach Friday night differently? Yes, I do. Because I can put now lines out there and give them more ice time. Yeah. Love that conversation. Always get great insight when Seth Apper, the Rochester Americans, joins us here in the sports bar. Um, All right. We have happy hour right around the corner. Before we get to that, Gino, who's hot and who's cold in fantasy football? Brought to you by our friends from Airquip. Heating and air conditioning. Yeah, who's hot? I'm still going with the Dallas Cowboys. Honestly, they are at a clip, and I think this is the game. And knowing what you know about uh, fantasy football and the Philadelphia Eagles defense here, I did the Cowboys to me. Cowboy fans, I'm allowing you to kind of be excited about this team. 
Who's cold in fantasy football? I'm not so sure the Cleveland Browns and Joe Flacco are going to be doing anything, even against Jacksonville coming up this week. Who's hot and who's cold in fantasy football? Brought to you by Airquip Heating and Air Conditioning. It's fun and challenging to know when to start a player that's heating up or bench one who's cooling off. It's not fun to be too hot or too cold in your home or business. Make the best lineup call you can and call Airquip Today, happy hour is on the way next in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia. Last night on Monday Night Football, we saw a team that we had left for dead rise up and do something I don't think any of us really expected they would do. They won with their backup quarterback. And it was in the the manner in which they won that game last night that had me kind of interested in, in, in comparing their method of winning to the Buffalo Bills method of winning or losing um we'll do that exercise in comparison with happy hours we recap monday night football between the bengals and the jags and what it means for the bills as they return from their bye week and get back to work tomorrow facing off against kansas city sunday pregame 12 noon here on the fan rochester with kickoff coming up just after four o'clock that's on the way next happy hour and your phone calls at 454 i'm sorry 866-4-FAN-585-866-4326 here in the sports bar with danger and bataglia as the weather gets colder the nfl offers stay hot on FanDuel. it's mike danger for FanDuel sportsbook the official partner of 95.7 the fan Right now, if you're a new customer, get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use, and you've got a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Mike, M-I-K-E, to kick off the NFL season and join me this NFL season on FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.